0: I'm Ken Afsock, and this is Daily Thrones, a quick look at the world of ice and fire and a little bit of housekeeping. This is also a daily podcast, as you guys know, and up until now, it's been available on Apple Podcasts, which is the old granddaddy of podcast listening and Google Play. but. Anchor has added a fun wrinkle. The podcast will now be available on Stitcher. Stitcher has a uh, very nice, easy to use app, and my podcasts, the Napstack Files and Four Center, have been on Stitcher for a very long time. I've always been happy with the work they do there. So if you don't have Apple Podcasts and you don't know how to navigate Google Play, which sometimes I'll admit I just don't, you can swing on over to Stitcher and find Daily Thrones. Uh, Also, some housekeeping. I understand one of the podcasts, uh, did not pop up in the feed, and that would be the weekend edition, the big one that just didn't show up. Uh, looking into it, not quite sure what went wrong or how to fix it at this point. But the episode, the full episode, is available on the episodes tab on the Anchor app. So, as always, appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys' support, especially on the daily podcast. It's always fun to know that uh, these shows and segments can be cobbled together. ...and make some uh, fun content for you guys. But uh, the app is also where you can call in, so glad you guys are here. We'll get to some Game of Thrones business. It's, uh, the world is uh, still colliding with that Dan and Dave going to Star Wars news... ...which is creating some controversy. Some people not happy with the choice. Not, not necessarily them, just uh, a call for more diversity behind the scenes in Star Wars. and That's something I respect and understand... Um, but it is what it is right now, and I guess we just have to see what Dan and Dave are going to do. They're not directing the series, so I'm hoping they make some good choices with the people who will be directing these movie series. We don't even know what these movies are, and Dan and Dave haven't even begun to work on things. Uh, they still have, you know, a little show called Game of Thrones Season 8 to get through. And then they'll start working on a story in the Star Wars universe. A lot of people looking to the old Republic. Uh, that makes some sense. I I was predicting it would be on TV, one of the new Disney TV uh, streaming shows. But we'll see. But that's Star Wars talk. For more of that, you can head on over to Force Center. But it's just interesting how Star Wars and Game of Thrones are so uh, intertwined at times. A lot of the actors who uh, go from Game of Thrones to Star Wars. Gwendolyn Christie, the most prominent, of course. We've uh, talked a lot, about, a lot about them here on Daily Thrones, all the actors that go over there. So now we have the creators. And who will we see? Will it be Kit Harrington as Darth Revan? Maisie Williams is a young Jedi in the past. What will it be? I'm sure they'll pull a lot of actors over. and Maybe even some of the directors, maybe Michelle McLaren, Miguel Sipaschnik, come on over into the Star Wars universe. We were talking yesterday after Thomas' call about new canon in Game of Thrones and TV canon versus book canon, how that kind of has to be in place. And that got me thinking again about these spin-offs and the prequel series uh, that are in the works. And the fact, we still haven't really heard that no information has come out, which is, you know, near impossible in this day and age. Sometimes it just doesn't matter. Uh, All the secrecy in the world, all the mystery boxes you build, and the news gets out. A janitor takes a picture, a PA uh, posts a blog, and stuff gets out. I, I find it pretty impressive that we still do not know what the prequels... Of Game of Thrones will be, but they definitely, I think, will have to adhere to the canon, especially if you, especially if you do something like the Age of Heroes, which to me is still really intriguing. It's it's probably the thing I want most. I know there's a lot with Targaryen history. Watching the animated uh, Conquest and Rebellion with the season seven DVD Blu-ray set was was fascinating. There's definitely a lot of history there. Fire and Blood's going to come out, and I think people will love stories about targaryens because they have dragons but age of heroes learning about how all these houses started i keep going back to that one even after all this time and we've discussed it a lot here on daily thrones but uh that was a while ago and i think it's interesting to turn back to that as we talk about uh prequel series and star wars films outside of the major saga stories uh, all that stuff is interesting and game of thrones is a wide open world to play in where do you think they're going to play Let me know here on Daily Thrones.
1: Hey, Ken, uh, I was wondering uh, about something with the season eight and the opening shot and the ending. And I've seen shows do this before, not necessarily in their final season. But would you be upset
0: if the opening shot of season eight, if they showed it was it was the aftermath of the battle? We saw something that had already taken place and we don't get the context of it until the very last episode. Would would that annoy you? Or would you be okay with that? Eric, with an interesting idea, what if we don't see the big battles that we're anticipating? I think they tried this a little bit on a smaller scale. The end of season two with the army of the dead heading towards the Fist of the First Men. And when we came back, we just heard some screams. We see Sam, well, Tarly, it's a great cold open. Your moments, everyone you ever know will be dead. If they do that here on a large scale, where we don't see the Night King and his army in action, and there is a uh, situation where the Night King has, has already taken over, and I've thrown this out there before, I've said this is possible. What if we get the Night King and, it, and he's already in, uh, in control? I'm not saying that's not interesting, but I think we would feel a little cheated. We are ready. The army of the dead is massive and it's heading south. They have an ice dragon. We think all of our heroes should rally at Winterfell. Maybe King's Landing. The Golden Company is coming over. A lot is happening. I think we want to see it. Now, at some point, we do have to deal with the aftermath. And let's just say something like this did happen. And the battle... The battle... Uh, the aftermath of the battle, I should say, starts the season, and we deal with that, deal with the fallout, then you might get some of the more interesting politics, character moments that we all love about Game of Thrones. But I think we're all in agreement. We want some large-scale battles in our final season of Game of Thrones.
1: Hey, Ken. So I started thinking about this... um kind of random idea for a show that came into my head, and it actually made me think I wonder if HBO is pulling a bit of a fast one on us. You know, they've told us that we're outright not going to get The Tales of Duncan Egg, but I'm beginning to wonder if that means that we're just not going to get the tales that we know Duncan Egg have had in uh, written form. You know, I love The Tales of Duncan Egg. They're three great stories combined into one really great story so far that is left open and will continue um, I wonder if they're just going to use Duncan Egg and the framework of that as an extended show, a new extended series, and they're telling us we're not going to get it because it's not going to be what we know. We're not going to get, you know, the the Hedge Knight, the Mystery Knight, the Sworn Sword. We're not going to get those stories. We're going to get different versions of them, maybe with a different setting or a different context. Um, just a thought that popped in my head. I'd love to know what you and everybody else thinks. Thanks for taking the call, Ken. Could we get a curveball with
0: Duncan Egg? I like what Sir Thomas the Tall is saying here. I think a lot of us would love to see the adventures of Sir Duncan the Tall and Egg Eggon Targaryen. Um, but HBO has said no, no, not the tales of Duncan Egg. Well, maybe that is a loophole I could get behind that. Now, do we already know too much of their life? That's what I would counter with, Thomas. Uh, Have we seen too much? We know how the end, if you've read the stories. We know how Duncan uh, uh, became Sir Duncan the Tall. Was there enough time? Is there enough time in those adventures? And I think so. You'd have to introduce a lot of secondary characters and and build this show around it. Uh, Can the untold adventures of Dunk and Egg last more than, say, three seasons? And I guess that raises the question is... How much does HBO want these shows to go? Eight seasons for the main show is great. Do you want five out of a spinoff? Ten? Are they going to get greedy? I still wouldn't be mind uh, be, have a problem. Uh, wouldn't mind short anal- anthology seasons with uh, season of the Untold Adventures of Duncan Egg. Uh, maybe. Uh, Uh, one season of the Age of Heroes, maybe one, the Targaryen Rebellion. Just put them all out there. You've got five sets of creatives working on different spinoffs. Put them all out there. Just call it the world of Game of Thrones. Make it change every season. I don't know, but it's late. Maybe I'm just talking crazy. But yeah, Thomas, you might have found something interesting. A little loophole and the Dunkin' Egg adventures. Guys, it's Daily Thrones for the day. We'll be back tomorrow with more. What are your spinoff and prequel ideas? Let us know here on Daily Thrones.